This classic episode of the Children's Bible Hour is from 1987. Hi, everybody. It's time for another visit with all your friends from the Children's Bible Hour. Well, hi there. We've been waiting for you, and I hope you've been waiting for us. We're your friends from the Children's Bible Hour, and we want to spend the next half hour or so with you. In addition to lots of good music and an interesting story called The Math Lesson, we'll also have a feature you've really come to enjoy, Kids Talk. Are you able to have a Bible club in the public schools in your area? Well, here in Michigan, in many areas at least, we are not able to do that. In our Kids Talk session today, that's one of the things we're going to be talking about. And we're going to find out how the kids feel about not being able to get together voluntarily to have a Bible club during non-school hours in the public school. Also be talking a little bit about prayer in the public school. Should be an interesting discussion. Say, how good are you at spelling? Do you ever have spelling bees in school? We used to when I was a kid. We'd all line up against the wall, and if we misspelled a word, we had to sit down. Our cousin's opening songs are good spelling songs. Oh, I like this first one. It's called I Am a C. I am a C. Is good, but uh, can you do it even faster? I am a C. I am a C-H. I am a C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. And I am C-H-R-I-S-T in my H-E-A-R-T. And I will L-I-V-E-T-E-R-N-A-L-I-Y. That new song reminds me of one that's been around for years. Tis G-L-O-R-Y to know that I'm S-A-V-E-D. Let's hear one more spelling chorus. I love him better every day. I love him better every day. Close by his S I D E, I will A B I D E. I love him better every day. Thanks for those bright songs, cousins. It's good to remind ourselves that God loves us, and we can love Him. When you see all the sad things that are happening in our lives, do you ever doubt that God cares, that He's paying any attention to what's going on down here on earth? Well, we can be sure He is. God is indeed still in control. Pam and Aaron, our delightful duetters, put it this way in their old-time hymn, 
God is still on the throne. In other words, he's still in charge. Listen. Have you started for glory in heaven? Have you left this old world far behind? In your heart is the comforter dwelling. Can you say praise the Lord, he is mine? Have the ones that once walked on that highway gone back and you seem all alone? Keep your eyes on the prize for the home in the skies. God is still on the throne. God is still on the throne. And he will remember his own. Though trials may press us and burdens distress us, he never will leave us alone. God is still on the throne. He never forsaketh his own. His promise is true. He will not forget you. God is still on the throne. Four-year-old Sherilyn's song fits well here. Listen to the good words of her song. of both those songs in mind, let's take time to bow our heads and let's pray together, all right? Heavenly Father, we are so glad that you are in control. And even though sometimes it seems like things all around us are out of control, we know that you are still on the throne. You are still in charge. And there is no mountain high enough that you can't get over it and help us. 
I pray today for those who are going through some real hard times. May they come to that place of being able to trust you, even though they cannot see what lies ahead. Thank you for this time together with our friends. In Jesus' name we pray, and for his sake, amen. Now, let's get right to our good discussion today in the corner we've labeled Kids Talk. And away we go with another interesting, at least we trust it will be interesting, Kids Talk with Joel, Mike, Karen, and Sherry. All right, today we're going to talk about the subject of kids not being able to pray in school. Now, I think we have to preface our, our uh, questions and our comments by the fact uh, that all of you attend a Christian school, right? Yeah. Right. Have, did any of you attend a public school before going to a Christian school? Mike? I did for kindergarten. Okay, Sherry? Me too, so, you know. Just, just really like for kindergarten? Okay, so it would be difficult for you to make a comparison mm -hmm. between a public school and a, and a Christian school situation. But my teacher did pray. Mm -hmm. in, in, the, yeah. in, the, in the kindergarten? You could then. Right, you could oh, then, right. Now, this was even after 1963, because I'm sure you weren't, you weren't around oh, before no. 1963. But that, of course, is when uh, the decision was passed down that, you know, no more prayer and Bible reading in the school. Do you think kids should have the right to pray in school? I'm talking about a public school. And, and with what guidelines? Karen? Does it mean just by themselves or the teacher and the whole class? Well, I, let's talk about that. Let's say a teacher uh, wants to begin her class in prayer. Uh, most of the kids in the school are from an area where there are a lot of churches and so forth, like in this Grand Rapids area. Uh, outside of the Grand Rapids area, there are a lot of schools where many of the kids go to church and Sunday school, and the teacher would like to open in prayer. Should that teacher be allowed to do that? Sherry? Um, our teacher told us a while back that when this was passed recently, that um, there's a lot of different religions in a classroom at a public school, mm -hmm. and that it would offend a lot of people if they did pray. And so the teacher, like, she can tell them their opinion, her opinion in a Christian way, but um, mm -hmm. she can't really tell them what they should do. Okay. Mike? I think they should respect those kids who aren't Christians and who don't pray, but yet I think they should be able to pray and a school because, I mean, we all have freedom to pray. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Would you be in favor of a uh, law that said a teacher has to open a school day in prayer in the public school? Would you be in, would you be in favor of that, Mike? Um, kind of. I, I don't think a teacher has to. Right. I, I, th my feeling would be that if a teacher wants to open a day in prayer, the teacher ought to be able to exercise her own personal freedom to do that. If the children don't wish to pray along, you know, that's their, uh, that's their uh, business. Joel? I think it's not really um, fair because <clears throat> this is supposedly a free country, and if a teacher wants to open in prayer, I think she should have the ability to be able to do that. Okay. Yeah. Sherry? I don't think a teacher would have, should have to 
prey because the world's changed so much since back when they right. did have to. Actually, right, absolutely. A lot of teachers in, in your public schools, of course, are not Christians, and uh, you would have some from other faiths. So it does become a real problem, and of course that's one reason why we have so many Christian schools for, for parents that want to have their children go to a, uh, to a, a school uh, where Christ is honored. Uh, on that same subject, let me ask you this. Let's say a group in a public school want to get together on the noon hour, and they want to have a, a Bible club, a Bible study together. It's on their own time. Should they be able to do that? Karen? Well, yeah, because that's, I mean, they're taking up their own time. They're not disturbing anyone else. Mm -hmm. like, Mike, excuse me, Mike? Yes, and it's it's kind of their opinion. They're not they're not um, having that Bible study in front of people who don't want to um, listen to God's right. word. Right, and, and, and it's strictly voluntary. Yeah. Right, Sherry? Um, like during their lunch time or something, if they just went away from everybody, I think it'd be fine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But see, this is the very issue that uh, in many schools, even here in the Grand Rapids area, they have outlawed it. Uh, when I grew up, when I was in high school, we had a big booming Bible club in my high school, public high school. And uh, that is not allowed these days because they say, well, that's, uh, that violates the separation of church and state. Joel, did you have your hand up? Yeah, I think that they should be able to just have their own private time and have a Bible study because they're doing what they want to do in right, their own Right, right. If they want to meet to study photography, they can do that. If they want to meet to study Spanish, they can do that. If they want to meet to have a Bible study, they should be able to do that. Or if they want to meet and study the Koran, they ought to have the right to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, Sherry? I think it would be very encouraging to the Christians that went to the public schools to go out into the school and, you know, to bring other people to that Bible study. Right. Our Bible club was a real testimony. And when you, if you were known as one of the kids that went to the Bible club, you had a testimony that you had to live up to. Joel? I think that'd be good, too, just to have certain classes um, be able to pray because sometimes you can't always go. You maybe have to move and you have to go to a public school for a while. Well, I think you should be able to pray. Okay. Have you remembered to send for keys for kids? If you haven't, I hope you'll get your request in the mail right away. Be sure to write and join the thousands of others who are using keys for kids. Let me share just a little bit of an excerpt from a letter that came not long ago. Thank you so much for giving yourselves to this ministry. Our children and ourselves have been so blessed by keys for kids. Our seven-year-old said a while ago, I used to hate evotions, but since we got keys for kids, I love evotions. <laughs> well, he and our other three have learned some very practical lessons. We all appreciate our time in the Word with the aid of keys for kids. And as God so often has it happen, many times the devotion has been square on an issue we are dealing with at the time. And you know something? We get that kind of report over and over again. And of course, every time we prepare a Keys for Kids devotion, we pray that it will meet the need of some family or some boy or girl who's reading it. So be sure to write and ask for Keys for Kids. It is free for the asking. Help with printing and postage. Oh, sure. It's much appreciated. That is a help. But it's not necessary. I want you to have it. Here's where to write. Uncle Charlie, Box 1, Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's Uncle Charlie or Children's Bible Hour, Box 1, Grand Rapids, Michigan. The zip is 49501. In a few moments, it will be time for our interesting story called The Math Lesson. 
It has to do with the fact that God's grace is greater than our sin. When I saw the story, I just knew we had to include a few verses from the old hymn, Amazing Grace. And here's Pam with some help from the choir to sing that old-time hymn for us. Sing along if you know it. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved our today, written especially for the Children's Bible Hour by Michelle McConnell, is entitled, Math Lesson. Jackie and Heather looked at each other nervously as they approached their teacher's desk. Mr. Foster had asked them to see him after class. Um, Jackie, would you, um... I'd like to explain why I saw you looking on Heather's math test? Uh, uh, I don't know. And Heather, did you know that Jackie was um, cheating from your paper? Yes, Mr. Foster. I see. And why did you let her do that? Well, because I felt sorry for her. Her mom is very sick Yes, and... yes, yes, I know all about Mrs. Wilson's illness. Do you think that's a good reason for cheating on a test? No, Mr. Foster. What do you think, Jackie? No, it isn't. Now, I realize that your mom's illness is very hard for you, Jackie. If you're having trouble with your schoolwork, please come and see me. I'll be glad to help you, but I can't let you cheat. No one learns anything from cheating. Well, I'll, uh, I'll send a note home with both of you explaining what happened. You can have your parents sign the note and bring it back to me tomorrow. Will he, Jackie? Jackie! Huh? Oh, did you say something? Yes. I asked if your dad is going to be upset about your math test. Oh, that? Yeah, he probably will. Jackie, we can't cheat anymore, okay? I know, and I'm sorry I got you in trouble, too, Heather. I'm just having trouble keeping up, especially in math. I just don't understand it. Mr. Foster's right. You won't learn by cheating. 
Do you want me to help you? We could study together. I guess if you want to. Tonight I have to help my brother with dinner and the dishes. Maybe you could come over tomorrow. After you get back from the hospital? Well, I probably won't be going to the hospital. How come? Oh, I don't like it there. And Mom looks really pale. And she's always sleeping. But don't you think she'll want to see you, Jackie? I mean, she must miss you. Look, I just don't feel like going, okay? See you later. I don't know what I should do, Mother. I tried to help Jackie, but she doesn't care about anything, not even her mom. I'm sure she does care, but... She doesn't know how to show it. When people are hurting, they sometimes try to tell themselves they don't care and hope the hurt will go away. Is Jackie's mom going to die? I don't know. The doctors are doing everything they can to help her. I wish there was something I could do. There is, Heather. You could pray for her. Pray for her? Yes, for her and for Jackie, too. And continue to help Jackie, but not by cheating. Mom, I'm sorry about the cheating. And I forgive you, Heather. You do realize why it was wrong, don't you? Yes. I just wanted to help her, but I know that wasn't the way to do it. Have you confessed it to God and asked his forgiveness? Well, I... Mom, do you ever wonder if he will really forgive you? I mean, doesn't he get tired of all our mistakes? He must have seen me cheating, and he knows I knew better. I'm just afraid he won't forgive me. Is that what the Bible says? Well, no. Remember when we were reviewing your math problems? We talked about greater than and lesser than, like like 10 plus 12 is greater than 9 plus 5, or 10 is greater than 1. Well, try to think of God's love as being greater than our sins. His love was so great that he sent the Lord Jesus to die for us. And if we confess our sins to him, he forgives us. He must really love us. He does. And I think Jackie needs to know that he loves her, too. Heather, I forgot you were coming over. Come on in. What were you doing, Jackie? Just vacuuming. I've been trying to keep the house clean for Mom. Are you ready to work on our math problems? Sure. Come on in the kitchen, and we'll make some popcorn. Where is everyone? At the hospital. Here's some pop, Heather. Thanks. How come you left school so early today? Oh, I wasn't feeling well, but I'm fine now. Jackie, are you okay? Really? Of course. I'm sorry. I'm just getting tired of everyone feeling sorry for me. The popcorn's ready, so let's eat it. Here. Thanks. Well, let's work on math, all right? 
What do you need help with? Everything. Sometimes I wonder who needs this stuff. Greater than and lesser than. Who cares about it? Well, God cares. What? Jackie, I know you must be hurting inside, but God cares. His love is greater than everything. Well, I don't know about that. There might be a God who cares about you, Heather. You're always doing everything right. Well, except when friends like me get you into trouble. But I'm different. I cheat, I lie, and I don't even go see my mom when she's sick in the hospital. Why would God care about me? Jackie, I'm no better than you are. I'm just forgiven. God wants to forgive you, too. How can he? I wondered about that, too. When I talked to my mom about it, she explained it like this. Just as ten is greater than one, God's love is greater than our mistakes or sins. It's so great that Jesus died for us so he could forgive our sins. Heather did her best to explain to Jackie how she could have her sins forgiven. To her delight, Jackie seemed very interested. She promised to think about it carefully. I just don't know. Well, I'll be praying for you, and for your mom, too. Okay, if you think it might help. I know it will. Heather, we'd better get at this math. But first, well, would you go with me to visit my mom tomorrow after school, maybe? Sure, I'll ask my mom. I bet she'll even take us and maybe visit with your mom, too. Thanks. I'm ready to see her now. And if your mom comes along, maybe she'd explain to my mom how God's love is greater than our sins. I think my mom needs to know that, too.
this, God's grace is greater than our sin. No matter what you may have done, if you honestly, sincerely ask the Lord to forgive you, he'll do that. And you know something? This message is not only true for those who have never trusted Christ as Savior, but even for those of us who have. You see, as Christians, we're not perfect. And so when Christians sin, we need to confess that sin to the Lord in order to have the right fellowship with him. So, boys and girls, if you've never invited the Lord Jesus to come into your heart and life, do it today. Tell him you're sorry for your sins and invite him to come in. If you've already done that and you know there are some things that are displeasing to the Lord, you tell him that and ask him to cleanse you. Well, time's up for today's visit. Don't forget, I'd like to hear from you this week. Whatever you'd like to write about, I'll be glad to hear from you. Uncle Charlie, Box 1, Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's Uncle Charlie or Children's Bible Hour, Box 1, Grand Rapids, Michigan. The zip is 49501. Goodbye now. God bless you.